0: In the Big Bash, the Hobart Hurricanes have fallen just short the SCG in a six-run loss the Sydney Sixers. Terry Daniel reports.
1: Rain delayed the start of play and it was reduced to a 14 over game. The Sixers winning the toss and batting scoring 5 for 137 off 14. Despite some thrilling late heroics from Asif Ali 41 off 14, the Hurricanes fell short with 7 for 131 giving the Sixers their first win of this BBL campaign. Sixers all-rounder Hayden Kerr had praise for teammate Jordan Silk on his 100th game and his incredible catching effort.
0: Look at that guy, that's a that's a high one. Like, that's literally the game on the line there. If that goes over for six, you know. And it's not, that's not the only catch of the night he's got for us either. He's got three big wickets tonight. Um, brilliant fielder and, and congrats on the 100 games to him.
1: That audio courtesy of Fox Cricket. Terry Daniel, Air Sport. Sydney FC coach Steve Corriker says
0: anti-social fan behaviour at their family-friendly game against MacArthur on Christmas Eve won't be tolerated. Another eight players have been hit with bans from Football Australia as a result of a violent pitch invasion in Melbourne. Corica says protests won't change the A-League's mind about selling the grand final hosting rights. We don't want what happened last week in Melbourne to happen ever again in Australia because it's not good for the game. We want to grow it um, and we just don't need that behaviour. And in the NBL, the Jack Jumpers have beaten the Hawks 87-60. Australian Independent Radio News. And you're listening to The Breakfast Show on Fake FM. With Blake and Lawson, mm-hmm. and it
1: has come time for another question for the no, not the day quiz. <laughs> <laughs> the quiz, that's right. That was. Do you see that teamwork? Yeah, I, I, I felt good about that. What kind of kind of got a thing going? Got a here. little, little yeah. team action going. That's on. right.
0: This is your second last opportunity to win the last prize of the second year. Second last and the penultimate penultimate uh, penultimate of twenty twenty two. That's right. What's the the penultimate ultimate? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So it's the penultimate ultimate. You can win our Bible study companion set, Conflict of the Ages. This is one of the best prizes we're giving away all year. It will be a serious blessing to you. It's amazing. But here we go. Simply this. What did Anna do when she saw Jesus? 0491 064 669. What did Anna do when she saw Jesus? 0491 064 669. Mm. Blake, I have so many text messages here. So many. The first one from Chris. Chris says I agree, leave Lawson alone.
1: Okay. You know what? We've getting we got enough feedback, Lawson. Mm-hmm. I'm going to leave you alone. Yeah.
0: That's right. You know, and, and I'm like I'm, you know, I think it's funny. I'm I'm chilling like whatever whatever dumb thing blake or lyle or anyone (laughs) says about me finding a while it's out of
1: love okay let me let me explain my position Uh can i explain my position when i came to australia as an american Mm -hmm. i thought everyone wanted to fight me all the time Mm -hmm. but i found out this is how australians say i love you Mm -hmm. like it's just crazy like you have the banter and you have fun and Mm -hmm. you and you just have a good time with each other so now I'm trying to assimilate, trying to be a little more Aussie, mm-hmm. and that's why I do it because I love you, Lawson. Ah. Uh, oh, yeah, it's awesome. So that's why.
0: Well, but that being said, I was just scrolling Facebook and, you know, I th- I don't think I need any help or reminding from anyone that I need to do this because I was just scrolling Facebook and I saw a shirt that says, I put the stud in Bible study. <laughs> and I was thinking, man, if I wear that, then I'm on the path, you know, I'm the, I'm on the highway straight into marriageville. So I'm, I don't even need anyone's help or recommendations. The path to
1: marriageville. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay.
0: <laughs> Anyways, moving on. Uh, I got a text here from Freco. Luke chapter 2, verse 29 to 32. Too much to type out. Maybe he wants us to read that, but we're going to be we're, reading actually it in read our, that in our, that in our Bible yeah. study. Okay. Um, Chris writes in, he says, As for the question, was it something like Jesus? Oh. Oh, this is re- this is regarding the quiz. but Shell sent it through. Thank you, Shell. But I won't read that one out because I don't want to give any answers don't away. Give away. Okay, we- David texts in. He says, "I'd like to wish everyone at Faith FM a wonderful and safe Christmas. I have learned so much by listening to your program, and I have learned more from your program than any church I've ever been to. God bless you all. Wow, awesome. wow! Shout out, David. You know, I think it's an interesting way that we view our show is that. We kind of have our own church every single week. Faith FM Church. Every single day. We get together as a church family.
1: Well, that's what church is. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's not a building. I mean, churches meet in a building, but church is the people. It's Mm -hmm. the gathering together of people who are worshiping the Lord. Mm -hmm. And the Bible says, and Jesus himself says, wherever two or three are gathered, there I am. Mm -hmm. And so when we gather together here on Faith FM, this is church. Mm -hmm. It's Faith FM Church. And we want all of our listeners to be a part and to be family members of our church family. 100%. I love mm. it. So thanks for listening as well too. Are we, do we have more text messages? Yep. Oh, yeah. Wow. Frecker
0: sent it again. It says, wishing you all a love and blessings through Christmas. Thank you for sharing your time all throughout the year to bring the word of our loving God. Blessings to the whole team at Faith FM. Wow! Shout out Freco. Yeah, from Suzanne, she says, "Have you guys seen some of the Christmas tree decorations in the shops? I was surprised to see Star Wars figurines as decorations, plus other well-known movie characters." It's getting wild. Yeah, there. you know, like, dude. I, actually, <laughs> dude. I, 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 I was <laughs> driving. I was driving around Newcastle yesterday. I went to my friend's place to have Bible study, and then. I was leaving and I passed this house and it's like Christmas decorations and then it's like Mickey Mouse and Elmo standing out the front. Like these people in costumes of Mickey Mouse and Elmo, not literally Mickey Mouse and Elmo. That would have been cool. But I'm
1: just like, what does this have to do with Chris- like it's just because If becomes- they're the literal ones, I would be concerned for you. Yeah,
0: um. I <laughs> I don't know, but uh <laughs> essentially what we see there is is that yeah, Christmas has very much become a time for many people, especially in Australia, because we like the 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 central figure of Christmas is a fictional character. Yeah. Santa for many people, it's become a time in which people just celebrate fiction in general. Right. And so it's, there is yeah. We went um Christmas light hunting last night, a friend of <laughs> a friend and myself, you know, just driving around for, through Mayfield all the way over into Cameron Park and yeah, we were just playing spot the nativity. There was so you know so few things that actually have anything to do with Jesus and and his birth, but there was a couple of them, and we were yeah we were very very happy to see them.
1: Mm. Yeah, absolutely. I just thought about something. The whole okay, there's so many things that I just want to. My my brain's just, like, going. It's just, the keys are turning. Yeah, like. it's like a bunch of drones in the sky. Uh-huh. Boom. Yeah. That's what I want to talk about. So we, went, we did the Noel-Sydney thing last night. And the whole story was, it, they told a story with drones in the sky. And it, like, started with Santa. It was like, Noel-Sydney. And it was, like, started with Santa. Started with him coming from the North Pole to Australia. And Christmas trees and presents and all that kind of stuff. But I thought to myself. How amazing would it be to have a drone show about the nativity scene? Mm-hmm. The real reason for the season. Because this time of year, for all of our listeners as well too, like as you're listening right now, you will not have a better opportunity to talk to your secular friends about Jesus than mm-hmm. right now. This mm-hmm. is the moment. This is the time. And this is why it's so important. There are a lot of people who who say Christmas is pagan, we should have nothing to do with it, avoid it, we are Christians and we don't believe in that stuff. To some degree, there's an element of truth to that. It's to say, okay, we're going to do away, like shun away the things of the world. But don't throw the baby out with the bathwater because this opportunity is a time to reach people where they're at, to tell the story of Jesus to remind them it's not about some fat guy coming down the chimney, you know. Yeah, in-
0: Blake isn't climbing in your house, guys. <laughs> oh,
1: come on. <laughs> Was that, okay, got back me for that one. Okay, that's fair. Okay, okay we're, we're fair. <laughs> Things are good. And that that's how I know that you love me, Like. Absolutely. I just I heard that. Yeah. That's Australian way. Um I will not be entering anyone's home through the chimney. Okay? <laughs> Uh, first off, it's dangerous, and secondly, that's a B and E right there. Yep, that Breaking is a in. crime. Yeah, it's crime. Yeah. Uh, but if you do have milk and cookies, I'm down. So, like, just put them out by the front door, and we'll call it even. Uh, <laughs> but the the point is, we really don't want to miss this opportunity. Like, this is a mm. really good time to talk to people about Jesus. Absolutely. Who would all other times out of the year be like oh, might oh, No, I don't want to hear anything about that. Yeah. You know, like they this, but here at this time. They'll listen to you about Jesus. I'll give you an example of that. Pretty
0: much around Christmas, I usually always, if I get offered to preach, I'll accept it. Or I'll try to get in to preach. And the reason is, is because around Christmas time, if I go and preach, my family comes. 100%. And last year was especially so because Christmas was on Sabbath. You know, I was preaching at church and my secular family came and listened to me preach. And they were actually, they were really blessed and they got to listen to people talking about Jesus on Christmas time, something that they would never
1: usually but do. They never usually do. And that actually brings me to my next point. If you have been thinking about inviting somebody to church, mm-hmm. maybe all year you've been thinking, hey, I got this coworker, I got a family member, I got a friend, got a neighbor, somebody in your life, mm-hmm. and you are thinking, I really want to invite them to church. This is the, the weekend. Time. This yep. is it. This is the weekend to invite them to church. Uh, people are going to be so open to coming to church this weekend, like Mm. never before. Because there there is this desire. I mean, whether people want to accept this or not, we are created in the image of God as vessels. And those vessels need to be filled with the Holy Spirit, with the Spirit of God. And so it's so important for people to go and have that community of faith experience that, and especially during the Christmas season, there's an opportunity there to bring people closer to Jesus and to be filled with the Holy Spirit. So boldly go to your neighbors, your friends, your even maybe your spouse, your kids, your family, whoever it may be. Invite them to church this weekend. Mm. This weekend is the weekend that they will be the most open to hearing the message of Jesus. Because that is truly the reason for the season. You're listening to The Breakfast Show. Contact us on 0491 064 669.
0: We have a few more text messages here. What is Lyle doing in Botswana? I recall him mentioning his trip. How long is he going to be there? I'm going to Zimbabwe in February. This is from from Margie. uh, To see my elderly mother, who hopefully will hang in there. She is frail, almost 90. Wow getting it done zimbabwe borders botswana on the west side bots is a nicely governed country more so than south africa or zimbabwe Mm. north of zim and bots is zambia so lyle's gonna be there for what i think like 10 days yeah i saw
1: i saw saw you hold up nine I, i thought you meant nine months i was like what I'm, I was, I was going to be pretty stoked for that. Okay. So nine months. That's crazy. uh, That'd be crazy. Okay. So nine days. Got it. He's going
0: to be there nine days. So, uh, Maggie, you won't be able to catch each other, but that's cool. I I think he's going to get in and out on this one. You know, when we went to Ethiopia in 2019, he went a couple weeks early and did some traveling and checked out some historical sites. Whereas this time he's in, he preaches, he's out.
1: Church history in Ethiopia is incredible. I yeah. just want to throw that out there. I've never been to Ethiopia, but I know that that is like a location. I know you have been. Well, I have not I know. Yeah, <laughs> I know you have been. I give me the look. But, yeah, it, it's truly amazing for mm. sure. Uh, but Botswana is an interesting country as well, too. I think it has a king. I think, it, I think there's a king. I, I think that's how it actually works. Mm. So it's a little bit different. Uh, but definitely better governed than zimbabwe or south africa that's for sure it's those are wild places Mm. um it's all pretty wild in in the southern region of africa to be honest Mm. uh but it is it's also beautiful like Mm. honestly some of the most amazing things i've ever Mm. seen are in zimbabwe and south africa Mm. as well too awesome but, uh, anyway, uh oh, we have some more text more text messages, yeah, yeah okay. just a few, more, a few here we more go here we go.
0: this one's from Patricia. She says, very hard to do Christmas when you're when you're the only Christian in your family. alcohol and bad behavior. oh, it's awful. and I totally yeah. and completely sympathize yeah. with what you're saying. Yeah. and I go through it every year, but I think thankfully, like, my family's become more accommodating. And for me, I'm also vegan. They make vegan food for me and I don't drink and, and whatnot. And, and they know my standards in, re, in regards to that. But yeah, you, you make it through, you pray for them.
1: Yeah. You know, last night I ate at a vegan restaurant. Mm-hmm. We did like, it was like a four, five course kind of meal. Wow. Here's something I want to say. Uh-huh. So I am a meat eater in mm-hmm. general, right? However, I never have regrets. When I eat vegan, Mm -hmm. when I eat vegetarian or plant based, Mm -hmm. and what happens is I feel full, but I don't feel yucky. Mm -hmm. If I go to like a big steakhouse or something like that, I'm I'm I'm, I do I feel really I kind of feel gross, and And then you can't walk after it. Yeah, you feel bloated. You feel yeah, but man, it's so good and clean to eat plant based Mm -hmm. and and vegan. I'm, I'm I feel I'm getting drawn into it. The more and more I Lyle, eat. Lyle, I mean, Blake, <laughs> the spirit um, is convicting you. Make a decision now. Right. Become this, vegan. Okay. I'm not going to make a decision <laughs> right now, but I'm definitely feeling drawn towards a life mm. of vegetarian plant base.
0: Okay. Few, it's really good. I, I, I totally agree. A few quick text messages here. Blake, pick on Lawson all you want. We should not discriminate against anyone. <laughs>
1: I love that. That's like a reverse awesome thing. That's so awesome. Thank you. Thank you. That's awesome. Don't
0: discriminate. We should should love everyone. Pick on everyone equally. (laughs) Pick on everyone equally. That's right. And then finally, Paula uh, Paula writes in, Hi, all. Have a blessed Christmas and prayers for 2023 that many come to know the love, peace, and faith and the eternal gift uh, that's been given to us from Jesus. Did you know that there's a trend to leave Jesus out of the nativity scene, sad but true
1: R- really what what kind of nativity without Jesus yeah, just like here's an empty basket
0: <laughs> listen i don't i don't know I don't, I don't know about this trend, but fair enough that's crazy I do know that in a lot of church nativity scenes they'll leave Jesus out until Christmas Eve, so the scene is there, and then on oh. Christmas Eve, baby Jesus gets placed in, so maybe it's something like that.
1: I don't know. I mean, that's we need more uh, research on this R and D.
0: Jesus was born in October, so you're, or you're, you're, you're definitely all,
1: not December. You're all wrong,
0: and now nah, just I don't know who cares. Um, <laughs> well, let's talk about Christmas. Okay, let's do Bible study. Yeah, let's let's open up the Bible and Amen. read all about it.
1: Now, I want to say you should always pray before you read the Word of God, but we've a- we actually pray before the show every day. Mm-hmm. So if you wherever you're at if you're about to open the Bible with us just say a little uh, prayer to the Lord mm-hmm. uh before we start reading the Bible. Where are we turning to? Luke Luke chapter 2 mm-hmm. starting in verse 1. Mm-hmm. All right. You want me to read or do you want to read it? I can read it. Awesome. Where the Bible says well,
0: I I don't want to do... Actually, you know what? You read it, Blake, because you do cool accents and stuff, and you have a really
1: awesome reading voice. Do you want me to... Okay. <laughs> you, just, you just go, just read some. So how about I read and then you stop me for commentating. Okay. okay. And it came to pass in those days that a decree went out from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be registered. This census first took place while Quirinius was governing Syria. So all went to be registered, everyone to his own city.
0: I love,
1: I love, love, love
0: how historical this story is. Because this, this story gives enough information to place an exact time on basically when this happened. Right, right. It's talking about people who are really real we can really verify from history, who really ruled at the same time, which is something to do, which is something difficult. Like, if this is a myth or a legend made up later, it's so hard to get that information in the ancient world and then even now. Like, today we have computers and, you know, archive databases of all this information where we've put in all the... But if you're just sitting there, you, like, want to make something up, like, two, three hundred years after it happened, which is what skeptics accuse the Christmas story of being made up, it would be almost impossible to have this kind of information. But it's just awesome. It starts off very, it's a very reasonable story. It's, hey, you know, there was a decree, a decree mm-hmm. from the emperor at the time when, and then it even singles in around the time period. It says, when, I love this guy's name. Can you say it again?
1: Quinerius. Quinerius.
0: Oh, Quinerius was the oh, governor of Syria.
1: Quirinius. Yeah, that's, yeah, Quirinius, yeah, I Quin, think so.
0: Quirinius, I think that's what it is. But yeah, when Quirinius was the governor of Syria. And yeah, you have to head to your ancestral town, so where you're from. And these guys are Judean, but they're they're Bethlehemites. So they have to go back to Bethlehem.
1: And Bethlehem of Fratha. There's two Bethlehems. Mm-hmm. And so that's even what's really crazy about this as well, too. It's like a very specific Bethlehem. Mm-hmm. Um, which which is interesting because the, the name Bethlehem Ephrathah means bread basket. Oh. And so the bread of life <laughs> oh. comes forth from the bread basket.
0: In the, from the bread basket. Or and he's a, put into a kind of basket. Amazing. Absolutely. That's right. So they're in there and Mary is pregnant. She she prego. <laughs> <laughs> Super duper and uh they they head from Nazareth down to down to Bethlehem so that she you know she's going to give birth there pretty much yeah
1: so true uh, and the, and so they leave Nazareth uh but then they enter into the city of David which is called Bethlehem uh and the, here's the reason why mm-hmm. I think this is really cool it's an an homage to the fact that Jesus is born in the line of David. David. Yeah. That's so right. he's in the line of the kings, mm-hmm. right? And so because of this, and uh, because of this lineage uh, of David, he one of Jesus's title is King of Kings, mm-hmm. right? He is the the Lion of the Tribe of Judah. He's born into the the Tribe of Judah. He's the Lion and the King who basically is the leader of his people. And, and during this time too, there was such a buzz about Messiah coming. There's the Messiah is almost here. You know, they had been talking about it for many, many years because it was a time prophecy. So you were talking about the time of you know Caesar Augustus and Cornerius and, and Syria and stuff, mm-hmm. and you can go back and check those facts. Well, if you go f- like almost five hundred years before that, there's prophecies that are written that specifically date. When the anointed one, the Christ, the Messiah, would come to save his people.
0: And then in Micah chapter 5 and verse 2, it just straight up says, But you Bethlehem Ephrathah, you though you are the smallest of the clans of Judah, the chosen one, the ruler over Israel, whose origins are from old and from ancient times, will come from you. You're listening to the Breakfast Joe podcast on Faith FM. Positively different.
1: We are about to do our last quiz question of the year. The
0: very last one. Here we go. Why were Simeon and Anna important in the Christmas story? Okay, here we go. A, they recognize and acknowledge Jesus as the Savior of the world. B, they share the news of Jesus' birth with others, helping spread the news of Jesus' birth and the good news of salvation to more people. C, their example of faith and devotion inspires others to seek God and follow Jesus. Or D, all of the above. And given that this is the last question of the year, and I really want you guys to win this prize, it's the obvious one. Okay. It's the obvious one. All right. So, Simeon and Anna, did they A, recognize Jesus as the Savior, B, share the good news of Jesus' birth, C, were an example of faith, or D, all of the above? Pick the obvious one: zero four nine one zero six four six six nine. If you know the answer, if you pick the obvious one, you will get an entry into our draw. Into our draw, sorry, which will be just in fifteen minutes' time for the Conflict of the Ages Bible Study set. So please, guys, get your answers in.
1: And I want to keep reading from Luke. Mm-hmm. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. We have now gone to Luke chapter two and we're in verse eight. We're going to keep reading the Bible story here, uh, and it says, "Now." Let's uh, now go to Bethlehem and see this thing that (laughs) has come to pass, which the Lord has made now to us. Hmm. And they came with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the babe lying in a manger. Now when they had seen him, they made widely known the saying which was told them concerning this child. And all those who had heard it marveled at those things which were told them by the shepherds. But Mary kept all these things and pondered them in her heart. Then the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all the things that they had heard and seen, as it was told them.
0: Awesome. So we've got our British narrator, our southern uh, angels. I think angels always
1: sound like this. And (laughs) our,
0: like, bogan shepherds.
1: Yeah, mate. Which is so
0: fitting. But this is interesting. So they have been told by an angel, you know, the son of God has been born, mm-hmm. the savior of the world, the messiah. You should go check this out. And their response is, Hey, let's go check it out. Like, this is the son of God. Like, if an angel and they see the whole host of heaven's armies, like they're not, they're not unsure as to whether this happened. They're like, Oh no, we legit had a crazy supernatural encounter. What's interesting to me is that they go to shepherds. I'm like, why wouldn't they? in Jerusalem like why wouldn't the angels go to Jerusalem and say this stuff but what was uh, what was Jerusalem's response to the information that potentially the Messiah had been born
1: well Jerusalem in general would have been there would have been a buzz for Mm -hmm. sure but I mean if we're talking about Herod this dude went crazy he was like oh the Messiah has been born let's Let's kill kill him him. (laughs) yeah that's right Whoa, Herod literally needs some therapy. They didn't have a lot of therapy back then. This dude would have definitely He needed help. Yeah.
0: But I think we see so clearly here, well, how much at odds, even from his birth, Jesus is to the sinful world in which he lives in. You know, because we go on to see that Jesus grows up and lives a perfect life and is killed for it, Yeah, which is insane. But right from his birth, there is that danger that has... You know, before on him, but simultaneously, despite the danger, despite the rejection from the leaders of the world, it's a bunch of peasants, a bunch of shepherds who, dude, shepherds make bank today, bro. Like here in Australia, like, dude, shearing sheep, that's a business and a half. But right. back in the day, like being a shepherd, this is one of the, Not so much. this is like one of the lowliest forms of work because it's just, uh, mostly unskilled other than like you know maybe what you learn from other shepherds like it's it's seen as like a very low form of work and and these shepherds they're the ones that are approached by the host of heaven's armies to be
1: told that Jesus has arrived i think it's important for us to remember as well too god qualifies the called he doesn't call the qualified mm-hmm. The kingdom of heaven is a kingdom of role reversals. Is a kingdom of it's an upside down kingdom. Mm-hmm. The ones who have power and wealth, influence, fame, glory are the ones who are humbled. Mm-hmm. And the ones who are humble and poverty-stricken and filled with pain in their life, they have the opportunity to be lifted up because they have humbled themselves in the sight of the Lord, which is the principle of the kingdom of heaven. Mm. And I think it's important for us to take that principle and to recognize you don't have to be a doctor. You don't have to be an engineer or a a solar electrician, or you don't have to be some scientist to be effective for the kingdom. Mm. You don't have to be a preacher. You don't have to be a a well-known evangelist All you need to be is a good neighbor, Mm. right? Like follow the golden rule, especially this Christmas season. Be a good neighbor. Make some cookies for your neighbor. Bring some food over. Um, Spend time with the people around you and the people that you love. Mm. Because you can make a difference in someone's life. You might not think it. You might, oh, I'm too shy. I'm, I'm nervous about this or doing that. Like, no, no, no. You can be the one to put a smile on someone's face, to plant a seed for the gospel of the kingdom of heaven And to change the literal course of someone's history Mm. with your actions. Absolutely. Essentially, what we're seeing here
0: is, yeah, the most lowly of all have been called on to experience Jesus' birth and to be the first people to meet him, which is amazing. You know, Jesus comes from peasant parents. He's met by peasant people. But he's also met by kings. He's met by wise men of the East, incredibly important and influential people. But those important and influential people who he eventually meets, by the way, they don't show up on the, (laughs) the night of his birth, but those important and influential people whom he meets, uh, um, they are again, humbled in his presence and worship him. Jesus, on there, let's, let's read the last, last couple of
1: verses before we, before we finish up. All right. So we're back in Luke. I had actually gone over to Matthew. Oh yeah, sure. Um, but I don't think we have enough time, to be honest. So we can read the last couple of verses here. Luke, Luke.
0: 2, 24.
1: All right. And when eight days were completed for the circumcision of the child, his name was called Jesus, the name given by the angel before he was conceived in the womb. Now when the days of, his, of her purification, according to the law of Moses, were completed, they brought him to Jerusalem to present him to the Lord, as it is written in the law of the Lord. Every male who opens the womb shall be called holy to the Lord and to offer a sacrifice according to what is said in the law of the Lord, a pair of turtle doves or two pigeons.
0: Mm. Yeah, I think we stop there. So Jesus, he is, you know, goes through the burning rites of circumcision then eventually presenting in the temple and they sacrifice for him. And what do they sacrifice here? Turtle doves. Turtle doves. Because they're poor. Because they're poor. They poor. Again, yeah, they poor. You know, Jesus being Jesus. It's just incredible how humble his birth is. Again, for the savior of the world, they they couldn't even get a sheep. They couldn't even get it. No, it's it's all they needed with the turtle doves the dude because was it was born in a barn. That's right.
1: Yeah, it, it was.
0: Who these people were It was what they could afford, and you know, this was a totally appropriate mm-hmm. sacrifice. You're listening to the Breakfast Show podcast on Faith FM. Positively different.
1: Okay, we've got one text message. So I just want feels. to quickly
0: read. Yeah, Karen says loves love Blake's reading voice, <laughs> and she sent it with some some little emojis too. Little emojis, yeah. So uh, I love emojis. So yeah, thank you, thank you, Karen. I appreciate that. Awesome stuff. But right now <laughs> it's time to spin. That wheel, okay, oh. because it's it's the Are end of the ready? week. Someone's gonna win. Are we gonna do the
1: answers first, or we don't do that?
0: We're gonna we're gonna spin the wheel first. Do okay. some answers while we try to get okay. the winner on the okay. phone. So I'm always learning. Shell spin that wheel. Okay, it's going. It's grooving. Ooh, ooh, ooh. It's spinning around. Oh. It's coming oh. to a stop. Maybe. Okay, and. We have a winner now. We're going to try and get our winner on the phone. And they'll probably pick up because most people aren't working at the moment. We hope they pick up. Christmas Eve, Eve we've got our winner. Well, right do now, while we try to I'm do that, just, let's I'm just get through. How out. old was Jesus when he was presented in the temple? We
1: just read it. Eight days.
0: No. Wrong. He was circumcised on the eighth day. Oh,
1: sorry. Sorry. But he was presented in sorry. the temple
0: after... 40 days. Okay, I'm sorry. Which is customary. Now, in the account of Luke, it doesn't actually say that, but we know that Jewish children were presented in the temple after 40 days.
1: Yeah, sorry. I realized I was thinking about
0: the circumcision. Who prophesied about about Jesus when he was presented in the temple? Simeon.
1: Which we almost read about.
0: Yeah, Uh, What did Simeon say when he saw Jesus? That he had seen the Savior of the world and could now die in peace. What did Anna do when she saw Jesus? She praised God and told others about Jesus. And then finally, why were Simeon and Anna important to the Christmas story? A, they recognized and acknowledged Jesus as the Savior of the world. B, they shared the news of Jesus' birth with others, helping spread the news of Jesus' birth and the good news of salvation with many people. C, their example of faith and devotion inspires others to seek God and follow Jesus. Or D, all of the above.
1: The answer is yes.
0: Yes, that's right. It was D. All of the above. Yes. That's why I was saying it's obvious. And especially because if you'd had been following through the questions with us, you would have known, oh, wait, well, Simeon did this, and Anna did this, and that's exactly what the multiple choice says, and they actually just did everything that was there. Precisely. So, so I really wanted you to get in. We do have a winner. Are they on the phone with us, Shell? Not no, not, Well, unfortunately, we don't have the ability to get them on the phone. But we want to give a shout-out to Diane, who is our winner for this week, who has won the Bible Study Companion Bonk set. Shout-out, Diane. Have a happy, merry, amazing Christmas.
1: You know, I've noticed that in Australia we say happy Christmas. In America, they say Merry Christmas. Oh, we say Merry Christmas, too. Do you? Yeah, I see happy we just, more. We just switch it up. Switch it up. Yeah, oh, we just okay. like say it either like, way. Oh, you, we, let's just start saying festive Christmas.
0: Start saying festive Christmas. Merry Christmas! Right now, <laughs> it is time for question of the day.
1: All right, Blake.
0: Fun for the final time of the year. Why is it called a nativity?
1: It's a super simple answer. It's an old French word. Uh, that is as nativity uh, from the Latin, from the late Latin nativitas, from the Latin nativus, arisen by birth. Uh, or native, we get the word native from there. But also the word literally means nativity, means the occasion of a person's birth, the place of my nativity. We all have a nativity. My nativity was in Redding, California uh, at Mercy Hospital, I believe. Uh, hmm. Where were you born? Boston, New Lampton. Oh, like uh, John, John Hunter Hospital. Yeah, my daughter was born there too. Hey, that's a great place. Let's go. Yeah, I was born there. Hon- honestly, uh, so that that would be on your passport as well too. New Lampton Heights. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, so, Shell producer, Shell, where were you born?
0: Wisconsin,
1: Greenfield, Indiana. Oh, Greenfield, really? Indiana. You had a we had a tra- like you had a transfer. So, what did was, you live in Indiana? I was, three or four when we moved to Wisconsin. Okay, got it. okay, cool. I want to know what's your uh, our listeners what is your nativity scene? Where were you born? Send us a little text on that as well too. Uh, we are coming we are coming to the end of our show as well too, but it, that's a simple answer. The nativity scene, it has come to be known actually as the Nativity, the birth of Jesus Christ, uh, a picture carving or a model representing Jesus Christ's birth. Uh, And the Christian festival of Christ's birth as well, which is Christmas and nativity play. So the nativity is literally, it's the etymology of that word gives us what we have now as natives. Mm. So you, good sir, because you were born in New Lambton Heights here at the beautiful John Hunter Birthing Center, uh, the hospital over there, you are a native of Australia because of your nativity. I'm a native of California because of my nativity. Shell's a native of Indiana, but had a transfer over to Wisconsin and then via Australia as well, too. Mm. So that's that's what the nativity scene is all about. Now I can see over here getting really excited, Lawson. What are you? What, what's going on over here? What are you so excited about? What do you mean? I don't know. You just look like you're intensely. Oh, I'm just like. I was just writing stuff into AI. <laughs> <laughs> I was
0: writing like, write, write, uh, the nativity story, recount the nativity story in the style of a noir detective. <laughs> and it was like, in the dusty and dirty streets of Bethlehem, there was an noir detective who saw, saw some people gathering around a barn. And he wanted to know, so he like goes into the barn and sees the face of this innocent child. Could this be the son of God? He thought, no
1: way. He was skeptical. Like it's, is really funny. That's cool. So it just like writes the story for you yeah. about the nativity scene.
0: Oh, that's yeah. Really but in that style, in that style. So wow. I was just like, I just thought it was funny because we've been talking about the nativity story. I'm like, I wonder what it would sound like like, like from this. different
1: perspectives. Yeah, yeah,
0: that's right. Right. Oh, and you know, you could say write the story, the nativity story from this perspective, or you could write like write the story of the nativity from the perspective of the wise men, right. and, and it'll just
1: like this AI. Cool honestly, this AI stuff is really so AI stands for artificial intelligence, and it really scares me really i thought it stood for alan iverson that's crazy thanks for being a part of the faith fm family join our community on facebook or get in touch at 1-800-FAITH-FM we are on the final little segment of 2022 i'm sad but excited Mm. all wrapped up into one present
0: (laughs) (laughs) Wow. That's powerful. <laughs> we have come to the end of the show. Hey, I got some text messages here. Okay. Uh, Paula writes in, she says, the Vatican unveiled its official nativity scene at St. Peter's Square. Inclusion of a astronaut and another Martian-like fig- figure. Fact. The trend of leaving baby Jesus is growing from some believe, uh, from some who believe Jesus was a child, not a baby, when the wise men visited him. Well, we know that it was. What's- they didn't visit him when he was A little baby. They did, like when he was born. Yeah. But then to yeah, to make to add Martians and stuff, that's kinda of whack.
1: Well, that doesn't make any sense. It doesn't.
0: It doesn't. It really doesn't.
1: With the Vatican added Martians? Apparently. Astronauts in Martians. Mercy.
0: Just crazy. David writes it, he says, My birth is Saint John of God Hospital in Western Australia. Thank you for letting us know if you are Western Australian. We are proud of you for continuing to live there. <laughs> <laughs> and finally, now we love David. Shout out, David. And finally, from Chris, God bless you all. Looking forward to the Brekkie Show in 2023. And so are we.
1: We've come to the end of the show. Don't forget. Talk faith. Live faith. Act faith. And you will grow strong in Jesus Christ. Have a wonderful year.
0: God be